Welcome back to the Always Wild podcast, good people of YouTube. And uh, this is the second show of the week, because the first one was all sport. And now it's going to be the new format going forward, one sports show, one all media show. And for the day, we have a nice wee treat, make us more impressionable, make us more, uh, you maybe think more better of us going forward in the future. We're going to list out our favourite films and games and bands and music and all that sort of thing and see if you've anything in common with maybe make us more impressionable, I don't know. Or relatable. Relatable is the word, not impressionable. Don't, don't become <laughs> impressionable. Do not do as we do, you'll have a bad life. <laughs> relatable. Why not with the mates like this? Yeah. <laughs> end up long things. <laughs> don't just shave your head one day when you're 20. You're <laughs> <laughs> anyway, one of these categories is you want to start with. Try to go TV shows. TV shows. You want to start, isn't it? Aye, we'll go TV shows. So my my top five TV shows. Well, just to give the viewers a bit of insight, we're going to go with TV shows and TV comedies because it's quite it's it's hard. It's a hard judge to have like, a serious TV show up against something that's quite light-hearted humour that you just sit and relax to while you're on your phone. So my first TV show is a Channel Five classic, and it's Dogs Behaving Badly. <laughs> I don't know if any of you have seen it, but it's uh, Fuck off! Uh, uh, it's five shows of all time. Is that is that a joke pick? Are you serious? Aye, uh, <laughs> it was on a Wednesday night. I think it was on a Tuesday night, but we used to record it. Me and my partner, oh. and we, we sit and we watch it quite regular. We think Graham's brilliant, but he does with the dogs. It's fantastic. Uh, some of the issues you see in some dogs. You notice for other dogs you've met, so you know how to handle it, how to curve issues. I just think the guy's great. He's got a book. He's like, uh, who was that other one? Was it Caesar? Oh, <laughs> the Mexican dude that said So if the dog's behaving badly, is number five. Uh, yeah. It's just, it's literally not long started back as well. Uh, get Sons of Anarchy coming in hot at number four. At least it was the behind the dog show. <laughs> no, nah, I, I, I couldn't have done that to it. But the dog show is, is definitely fucking good, man. And then at number three is Vikings. Yeah. Vikings, it's just it's fucking great. Everything, everything about it is marvellous. So good. Uh, number two is The Sopranos. Well, my... I was going to say it's one of my favourite TV shows. <laughs> <laughs> that's implied, isn't it? <laughs> that's that's implied. You know, this list of my favourite TV shows. It's one of my favourites. Nice. The, the Sopranos, everything about it is great. I just... I love that... I love that type <laughs> of American history. I know it wasn't that long ago, but the thing of the whole mafia, it just always did treat me as a child. I thought James Gandolfini was fucking brilliant as Tony Soprano. That way he used to cut about all raging. I could kind of relate to it because I was angry as a kid. Uh, Before you moved on, do you remember that scene? I don't remember what season it is, but when he's in, you know how he's pals with the wee restaurant owner? I can't remember his name. Remember the guy I'm talking about? The wee ball But you see when he's in his, Tony's in his restaurant one day and he's trying to have a conversation with somebody, but there's this table across from him and one of the wee guys at the other table will only take his hat off. 
goes up to him he's like going to take your fully fucking hat off and the guy's like no then goes back to his dinner and Tony just stands behind him staring at him and all you can hear is this deep fucking bulldog breathing like <laughs> as he's just breathing down this wee cunt's neck <laughs> the guy eventually walks up and he's like aye alright I'll take my hat off <laughs> I always thought that was funny because when he gets old now he just stands and stares at him until he gets what he wants. Tony Soprano is like one of the best characters of TV. Oh, so hyper aggressive all the time. Aye. So comically raging. Uh. <laughs> I quite like. I liked his uncle, Uncle Jun, like Uncle Junior. Oh, oh aye, Junior. Yeah. The old guy shoots him. Because <laughs> he's just a pure imbecile. Like, he's, he just hates it. He's leading everything and he's just getting like, mugged off if he's just a bit like, look at us daft, and we all know. We can all relate him to someday in our life. Yeah. <laughs> I like how he threatened to batter his wife or his wee girlfriend or whatever because uh, he was going down on her. And that was a thing they weren't supposed to do for whatever reason. And, oh, yeah. He's like, if you ever tell anybody, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna go ten rounds or something. I can't remember how he worded it, but it was quite funny. They're like slow dancing at a party. He's like, I'm gonna battle you. I think it was deemed what to be, but a feminine thing. It's no hang like masculine males do. They don't go down yeah. on it. And it got to like Tony Soprano and his wife in bed, and he's like, "Oh, did you hear that?" And then he goes, "Don't you ever tell anyone about that." <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't. Oh, Taylor. I know. Alright, so don't you tell anybody that I did this. Uh, and then, number one, it could be, could be seen as quite contentious, uh, but I just, I felt I had to put this one up because I watched it for, I think it was the second season, just as the second season ended, I started to watch it and I just followed it all the way through my life. Followed so talk show. Yes. <laughs> no, I just continued, continuously watched them. I think it's see with the other ones, like Sons of Anarchy. I watched them on like Netflix. I just kind of fucking binged them. Same with Vikings and The Sopranos. I just binged them all. So there wasn't that suspense, but see in between seasons. Yeah. Whereas my number one picks Game of Thrones, uh, oh. and it's just that way. I had that. You had that mystique. At the end of every season, like you would go to school, you would go to college, you would talk to your pals, and you would go, "But well, how do you think the next season's gonna go?" And then you would just get all hyped up. That's so, how we all became pals, isn't it? Aye, we all used to talk about Game of Thrones all the time. Uh, we used to talk. We all we all used to give our theories on uh, how we thought it was gonna end. And who's your favourite character? Who's your favourite character? Hmm, Oh, big Oberyn Martell, man. Aye. Aye. He was cool. He was cool. Yeah. Aye, aye. There was just something about him that I, I really liked. Let's, let's see when he died. I was... <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, that happened to him. It's just been out for years. I know. It's been out for years. See, you think it's a spoiler? Fuck you. <laughs> You're obviously not going to watch it if you've not watched it by now, so fuck aye. off. And that, death, comments. that death in particular was in season four. It was an eight-season show that ended yeah. like, over a year ago. So, uh, uh, he, was, he was only in it for a season as well. Thanks uh, for watching. No, it was, I don't know. See, when he when he died, something just hit me. Like, I, was, I was really upset about that. I don't know what it was. But it was the brutality, time. maybe. Cause it, I know what you mean. I felt like a funny way after he died, but I don't think it's because he died necessarily. 
I think it's the manner with which he died. Yeah, he died. It was a horrible death. It was, it was weird. Let's see, watching that. Let's see, like watching the fight. I felt like I was actually watching what a real fight. I was stunning on my flare. And I was kind of like shouting at the telly. I was going, "Go, Brent, go, Brent!" And then when it happened, I just I sat down. I was I sat down. I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. It was. That's funny. Funny you talk about it that way, right? Because when I started watching it, it was um, in the lull between season three and season four. Like I didn't start watching it till then, and I binged the first three seasons in the space of a week. And I just like stopped sleeping. I just stayed up. I was staying up till like three in the morning, binging everything, right? And then I did. Um, I binged season four when it came out because I waited till it was finished, and I like I, I managed to get a hoodie on a yeah, And it was yeah. like two in the morning when I watched that episode where Oberyn dies. And I was oh man, he's never gonna win this fight. That guy's huge. And he look how big he is. And then like he's winning the fight. And I'm like, oh Oberyn might win this. Oh he's winning. He's gonna win. He's won. Oh he's no one. Oh oh Jesus Christ. And I'm like, I woke everybody in the house up. I'm like, what's wrong? I'm like, Oberyn's back. And they're like, who's Oberyn? I'm like, ah, fair enough. Oh god, it was so. It was how bad it was. It was how nasty. Uh, it was just building before it as well. You think, oh he's done it. Then... I think the only other TV show that's gripped me like that is The Sons of Anarchy. Oh, aye. Like, see that bit where you think uh, Jax Taylor's betrayed every day? Season three. The season yeah. three finale. Uh, Excellent. Aye. And you think he's a bit, he's betrayed every day, and then just, it's just a complete switch around. Aye. That, okay. That was some of the, the best. When they all get put into the back of the Polish truck and like his mum and his wife's greeting because they think he's the cops gonna kill him, then they get in and they're all just like laughing and smiling together. That was Aye, did you believe it's going to get really? You know, I, I can't believe he's done that. I can't believe he's ratted. Right, he's cop. And up until that point, there's no indication anywhere in the story that it's a double switch. You believe you, along with everybody else, that he's genuinely Judas in the club. And that Clay's going to kill him, but it's a fuck. And again, that's not a spoiler. That came out in like, what, fucking 2010 or something. I don't know. 2009. So I mean, get get a grip. <laughs> that is it. That finale is probably the best finale. That may be the best TV finale ever. I think season three, season finale. One. Is it still on Netflix? Sons, I I just I uh, rewatched it again. I've been through it again and loved them. I'll give it a watch. One of those ones that they'll never take off. <coughs> That's fucking brilliant. Yeah. It? it is. And you can watch it so many times. And you, you sh- but I must admit, I can watch it as many times as I want and I'll still pop, uh, skip one part. Have you seen it, Scott? No. Oh, I'm not going to say what it is then. But I think you might know, Blair. Right. In, when they're speaking in the jail. Code. Speaking when they're in the jail with the, with the bars, uh, the, co- the poles. Oh, season five. Aye. That's season. That's season. Aye. 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 I was trying to emotionally prepare for that during this last watch, and it's I was still wrecked at the end. Of- <laughs> Aye. Aye. It's oh hard. That's no good, that's no good. It's a fucking good show, man. I bet you. It's such Snoop a good show. Snoop in the mood to rewatch it. <laughs> you, sh- you should. Aye. Uh, it only gets better with every passing, every passing watch, I think. 
I, I, th- I find that with a lot of shows because sometimes when you watch them at first, there's wee bits that you miss, but see like wee intricate details. Aye, it takes aye. a wee watch to go, all right, so that's what that meant. And then sometimes I need to watch a programme three or four times to get the full, like the full blast aye. there. Yeah, oh. really, uh, I think Game of Thrones is like that. You can't aye, watch Game aye, of Thrones. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's way too many plots. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's like four different areas, four different islands or whatever. It took me, like, uh, on my third watch through a Game of Thrones or something to realise that it was fucking Littlefinger that had uh, the first hand of the king poisoned. I always thought it was Jamie and Cersei to cover up the wee affair, but it wasn't. It was fucking Littlefinger. Like, what? Madness. And I've read the book, I should have known. Spoilers. Spoilers, man. That was fucking season one. Come on. When was that, like? I was just about to sit down and watch that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Season one, like a decade ago. Aye, fucking 2013 or something. Back when Ned Stark still had a head. Oh. I did not see that coming when it happened. No. I was so raging at that. After I watched it, I was like, well, he kind of dies early in everything else he's in. Here's Sean Bean, the man is a walking spoiler to the way. You get fucking in Lord of the Rings as well. He lasted uh, like two hours. It's longer than that because that's a three and a half hour film, isn't it? He gets sorted towards the end of the first film, so that's quite a long time. Aye, which is a decent film. (laughs) Like a full two days. Fucked by their own actions in the end. <laughs> uh, 
I put that on Reddit once and I never seem to care then either. So there's every chance of just put everybody that's watching this to sleep. Stannis is my favourite character and he's the Ahab of Westeros. Uh, so we'll do a quick recap just in case anyone's got my top five. So at five, it's dogs behaving badly. At four, it's the Sons of Anarchy. Three is Vikings. Two is the Sopranos. And one is Game of Thrones. Strong. I've never seen the dog show before, though. But that's a st- strong choice. Shit. That's great. Uh, I don't like dogs all that much. What did you say? There's like five seasons? I think so, aye. Roughly. There's a, well, three, I think. I think we're on our third. What do they do? <laughs> what do they is do? It, the is days? it just dogs attacking folk? No, it's not. Uh, no, it's a like you get dogs with varying different issues. You get ones that like try and fight other dogs. You get ones that eat their own shit. You've got ones that just <laughs> <laughs> ones that just piss everywhere except or, or eat or there was one that used to hump everything. Like she used to take it to work with and he'd be like humping like she was a hairdresser and he would be like humping the hairdryers. He'd be humping her leg. He'd be humping the chairs. Like he was a randy wee bastard. Him. So what Graham does is great. It is essentially the same as that Caesar guy he used to nip every but <laughs> <laughs> he does the nip the dogs. Just disclaimer, he's not a dog abuser. So he comes in and he basically like, works, like, attempts to train the dogs because most of the time it's human behaviour that causes it. So like, the shagging, it was the, every time the dog shagged something, the, the woman would laugh. So then the dogs then get off reactions. So like, the, the dog used to eat his own shite. I can't remember what the reasoning behind that was, but the essential. That's just most dogs. Aye, it's that way. Like, this wee guy, like, as soon as he was outside, if she looked away, he was gobbling at his poo. So like, what she used to do is she used to put, like, there's things that you can get, like charcoal biscuits are apparently quite good for it. Um, what else is it? I think pineapple something you have to give a dog, and then it apparently makes it shite, un- unappetisable. Uh, the charcoal biscuits and like chili powder. Oh, right. but, but I heard that somebody had done that. Like they sprinkled chili powder on on like dog shit, and the dog just ate it anyway. And I was kind of like, so you're just seasoning the dog's food. <laughs> <laughs> but the dog is like, more salt than shit. <laughs> so I didn't. Have, I, I don't understand. That's bad. I don't understand. That's Sorry, this guy basically, he, he always like trans Because most of the time it is. That's horrible. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Right. Hey. Well, Stars, right. you need to go on. Let's talk about that. Right. Uh, mine's. I've got nothing quite so high about as dogs eating their own shit. Um, <laughs> number five. And I'm trying to make everything in order because I'm pernickety that way. So number five is Game of Thrones. And uh, we just did like a wee bit on that. So I'll, I'll not go any more into it. And then four is Sons of Anarchy, which we've also just been over. So um, you covered a lot of my ground for me, so that's nice. That's helpful. <laughs> and number three is Hell on Wheels, right? And if, um, a lot of folk maybe not have seen that because it came out in 2013, I think. And it was on the AMC network at the same time as Breaking Bad and The Walking Dead. So like, it sort of fell by the wayside a lot. But it's this really dark, gritty Western show about a... Uh, a former Confederate soldier that's trying to fin the Union soldiers that murdered his family while he was away in war. He, he comes back home and his wife's been raped and murdered and his, his wee wayne's been uh, murdered. It's really hurtly. And then he ends up, while trying to fin the folk that did that, he, he gets roped into helping build the first trans-American railway, railroad. 
So it's, a lot of it is just sort of him working on a rail line. <laughs> there's other stuff going on right about it at the same time. And there's this one character in it who's sort of the main bad guy, but isn't he? Because he's not connected to what happened to the main guy's family. And he's called the Swede. And I put him on one of the lists that we, we wrote on here as the, with the most underappreciated TV villain because he's, he's brilliant. Everything he does is great. And he like, strays the line between being really funny and being like evil and really sinister. And he becomes obsessed with the main character because he himself was a prisoner of war for a while. But he was on the Union side, so when he ever he hears anything about the Confederates, he sort of like just imagines it was this main character that did everything horrible to him. And he projects all his hate onto this one wee guy that had nothing to do with it. And it just sort of like hunts him <laughs> over the course of the show and sort of just starts killing everybody that this guy loves or likes for no real reason. Because <laughs> he's, he's insane in the heat and he's, uh, he's really good. Then. But there's a lot more to it than just this one mental person chasing the main character, but he's the, he's the best in it anyway. But everybody that's um, will never have seen it or heard it, it's on Prime. So, I mean, she maybe get a try. It's only five seasons, it won't take you terribly long. So there's that. Uh, number two in mine is Vikings, which again you sort of touched on. And uh, I don't know how to sell that to anybody that's never seen it, because you've not seen it, have you, Scott? No. So I don't want to talk too much about it, because you, sh- you should watch it. Again, it's on Prime. And there's just this list. A lot of these are going to be things Scott hasn't seen and should see. I think. That's true. Things Just wait till we get to his horror films. Ah, oh, mate. You should both watch everything on my horror list. We'll get to that when we get to it. So I don't want to go too much into Vikings. It's just the, it's like the main character is like a farmer, and then it's the show just sort of follows his progression from being a lowly farmer to being a warrior to being like a, well, a king at the end. It's based on a very real character, so it's not really a spoiler because the guy was real. So, right. so, I think they're all real to be fair. Uh, they're, they're all either real or based or on based myths. on myths. Aye, uh, or based on the sagas. Aye. Who's yeah. your Who's your favourite? Oh God, um, that's a weighted question. Probably the main guy, Ragnar. He he was awesome. And his Aye. boy, his son, his first son, Bjorn. Aye. I hated him in the first season, no? because he's only a wee boy. Aye, and he was just irritating as fuck. He was irritating, as, but he gets like really. The show like laps, he's a forward in a lot of years and beyond becomes a grown adult and he's like hard as fuck. This <laughs> <laughs> is probably Bjorn or Floki. Aye, I like a bit of Floki. Aye, Floki yeah. was good. Outside bet to King Harold. I love him. I love me some King Harold. The guy with the face tattoos. <laughs> Aye, ha- Carol Halfhand. Uh, uh, no, that's his brother. Halfhand. Aye, Halfhand. Harold Fairhair. Ah, uh, Fairhair, that's it. Aye. Based on the, the very real First king of Norway, King Harold Finehair. Or is it Fairhair was the real one and Finehair is the Vikings version? I can't remember. But uh, also sort of shout out, remember the, the Christian priest that ends up joining their side in one of the later seasons? No, no, the main guy, Athelstan, the other one. The warrior. Oh, the annoying really. one. No, like, annoying. No, not annoying about him, he was cool. The oh, warrior. Pain. See, hey. see him trying to act, man, you're like, ah, fuck off. No, 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 no. Everything he did was so intense. He was no, talking his, his, voice, his voice was so fake, it irritated me. I was saying that later on, <laughs> uh, Ragif had developed some form of strange accent that she hadn't had through any of the other seasons. Because she became an old woman by the end, remember? That was a, like, she was meant to be all old and grey. Oh, and she went. She went in my. She had the cut list on that as well. Oh, based off the accent. The, the first like five seasons, she was great. Or was it first four? 
and then the fifth, she started to irritate me a bit. Oh, I love Black Arthur. How is that, nah? Uh, you watching it, right? They, they don't like Black Arthur. They don't like the warrior bishop. I can't remember his name, though. Ragatha was great up until she started maybe pallying about with him. I think that was <laughs> it in the same season. Hey, they started shagging. Aye. <laughs> uh, He's like that. Ragatha. <laughs> oh, it's going to be fucking flashbacks back, that voice. <laughs> I must renounce you, Lagatha. Love Christ. He was <laughs> killed a lot of folk. Anyway, so we'll move. I don't want to spoil you nothing, Scott, because you will. You should watch it at some point. But uh, okay, it's on the list. It's on the and it's on Prime, so you've no excuse. The, the world locked down. You've no excuse. It should, should all have been watched. <laughs> uh, number one on my list is a absolute classic that will have been overlooked by a lot of people, sadly, or probably. And it's Spartacus. And I don't know if either of you have ever seen I've seen it. Seen I've seen never seen Spartacus. You never? Right, of course you have not. Jesus wept. But anyway, Spartacus, I guess, a historical fiction based on the very real Spartacus, who was a slave in Roman times and a gladiator who eventually leads a revolt against the Roman Empire. Well, the Roman Republic at that time was before it was even the Empire. Uh, so he gets a load of other gladiators and they try and like rise up against Rome. And the show is essentially a lot of just like shirtless men killing one another to an adoring crowd, and then a lot of really like, graphic shagging. That's literally all that goes on in the show. <laughs> it's a lot of killing and an awful lot of shagging. And I mean like a lot of shagging. I can't even ever sell just how much shagging more or less than Game of Thrones. No, it's, it, mate, I swear to God, the shagging in Spartacus is, is like leagues above what it was in Game of Thrones. It's, it's constant. It's so constant. It's so bad. I'm surprised it was even allowed on the telly because it's not just implied shagging. No, there's full on shagging. <laughs> <laughs> there's wooden strap ons and everything. It's horrendous. Jesus. Oh. Aye, because it's fucking graphic. But it really is, like, in between all that, it's a great show. It's got the most lovable cast, I think, because they're all just hard. It's just a big group of, like, hard-as-fuck lads fighting the Romans. <laughs> it's brilliant. <laughs> Each of them is so tough, they can kill, like, five Roman soldiers at a time on their end. It's amazing. But there's, uh, so that you should... I don't, I don't think that's on Prime or Netflix, though, but you should get the DVDs. <laughs> you should be on Netflix. Did it? I don't. It might, it might still be. Like, it's been worth a check. You should try I can mail you the DVDs if you want. I've got <laughs> all four seasons in DVD. You want to watch the prequel, prequel season first. So that's mine. So Game of Thrones, Sons of Anarchy, Hello News, Vikings and Spartacus. A lot of swords and sandals period drama in there. Uh, swords and sandals. <laughs> that's what they call it. <laughs> that medieval shit. A lot of swords and sandals. <laughs> so that's mine. obviously, but we're not going to go back over that. And um, number four is actually Dragon Ball Z. Oh, really? Because I'm a child. Well, not really. Like, it's, it's a really good show, and I've watched it, like, forever. So it's been with me all this time. Well, we it's were not quite young when that stuff started to come in. So I know. It came out in the 80s in Japan, and it started to come over here, like, late 90s. Oh, I think. Oh, it is. Like, the manga came out in, like, the 70s or something. Really? Yeah. So, really, and I've got, um, what's it called, Crunchyroll. So, I've been watching Super as well. It's just cool, isn't it? Cool I, don't know, I, don't know what that is. I don't know what Crunchyroll or Super is, so. Uh, of, course, of course you've known. 
Sid Walter. Oh, I cheat for the guy that's <laughs> never seen Sons of Anarchy. I thought you were going to say Spartacus then. Well, that, that is the mere egregious sin, eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, egregious. I always fire egregious. 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 Number three is Criminal Minds, because I love that stuff. Like, I don't even know how many seasons there is. I think there's like 14, but they're all like an hour each, and there's like 20 to 25 episodes a season. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a proper slog. Like, I'm rewatching it now, and I'm at season eight, because I've got her watching it as well, and she likes it. But it's getting a bit graphic, because yeah. the last one that we watched, um, there was this there was this woman, and she kept that, like, two or three guys, and then she kidnapped this pregnant woman, uh, and like scrape the placenta out of her oh, and then make the kid eat proper weird stuff <laughs> so that's when she said I'm not watching that again that's too weird <laughs> I like it seems a normal Saturday night to me <laughs> oh, we do not condone the theft of placenta <laughs> I like how um, the episodes are that long and there's that many of them in a season. Like, how many different ways is there to catch a rapist? Oh, I know. <laughs> and the thing is, someone needs to, like, make up all these scenarios and write them down. Aye, uh, right. That's grim, isn't it? It's yeah. quite a grim job. I know. Is that three? So, number two is It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Love oh. Can't oh. get enough of it. Fat Mac. Best character. Fat Mac. Yeah. He's no fat, he's harvesting mass. Alright, he's mass. <laughs> mass Mac. <laughs> fat Ronald McDonald. <laughs> That's why he's the best character though. Dennis. Come on. Oh yeah, Dennis. Well, Love I like them all apart from D, she's a bird. But <laughs> <laughs> Oh, in Scotland that could have another meaning. That <laughs> could be very sexist. Oh, I, I don't like her because she's a <laughs> See when um, <laughs> I think it's the Halloween episode. And they're all trying to figure out who went with D, and then oh, Max in the bathroom, and D walks in, and she just hears squawking. She's an actual ostrich. <laughs> yeah, she's an ostrich just squawking at him. Oh, I love her as well as Dennis and his tools. Uh, <laughs> my favourite character might be Charlie. Ma- is he a Mac or Charlie? Is uh, I quite like Charlie. Or cricket. And, oh. <laughs> the, the, best, the best side character on telly history. Rickety cricket. Do <laughs> you when it comes out he's smoking PCP? He's like, hey, we're going to smoke a little PCP in your toilet. Like, no. It's like, hey. <laughs> he starts off with like, a priest. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just completely ruin his life. And he dies like three times, and he constantly talks about how he needs to like suck guys off and gets done up the ass. He gets that job, he just kills dogs all day. That bit's brilliant, isn't it? It's then when he's in the vet and there's where he's got a big like wound in his neck or something. What the fuck happened to you? He said, I had a mild disagreement with a dog. And he said some things, and I said some things, but uh, suffice it to say, that dog is very parallel. Up, getting higher and higher. <laughs> oh, 
simple as that. I'm re-watching that tonight. Oh, uh, the music's a good one. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh. And uh, number one is South Park, for mainly the same reason, because it's amazing. Aye, that's fair. That's fair. Just takes yeah. things too far. But they can get away with it. Oh, I was watching South Park last night. What one did we watch? I don't know. <laughs> I was watching the one where Cartman uh, has a safe space. Because he gets called <laughs> fat. <laughs> He's a bit he said, I thought I was really rich, and then someone told me that I'm a buff. Oh, no, I watched the Whale Wars one last night. Oh, aye. <laughs> that's not a good one, though. Stan comes in, and <laughs> the boys are just playing a like, sing star or rock band or whatever, and yeah. it's called Lady Gaga, and he's like, Stan, me and Kenny don't give two shits about stupid ass whales. <laughs> Is that the same episode that opens up with all the Japanese men harpooning whales and dolphins yeah. in the sea world? I yeah. fucking love that. That's birthday. There's all these wee wains in the pool, like playing with the dolphins, and you just hear all these like Japanese men come running out with harpoons. Just <laughs> that fucking mud on everything. <laughs> these wee wains are covered in blood green. Yeah. And Stan's <laughs> really upset. Randy comes in, he's like, "Oh, you still got your t-shirt? It's just covered in dolphin blood." <laughs> Japanese prison laws. Japanese prison got me down. I hate you guys. Do, 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 do. You guys are assholes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that was my last plans. <laughs> so this is my TV comedy list. So number number five, it's uh, the King of Queens. Oh, oh I love that show, man. Really Coming back from school and the King of Queens was on, and then to an album. Aye, that was it. That was your that was your running order. So when uh, I was everybody primary, loves Raymond. Aye, when I was at primary school, it was like you get back. His brothers half, just wait for food all the time. Half three, so you get back at half three. Uh, be half three to half four. There's like King of Queens. Then it was like two and a half men, and then everybody loves Raymond. Then that was your night before your yeah. mom started watching all shitty soaps, and the rest of your night was fucking ruined. Hey, hey, East Endles just a bit ruined. I was right any Hollyoaks. Yes, I used to love Hollyoaks, man. The best part is Hollyoaks later. Oh, I know. If you know what I mean. I know exactly what you mean. Bend and Brady's bud, uh, no, sister get pumped after Reese. I remember but it was just like the weirdest thing ever. It's a brave guy that tries to shag Brendan's sister, isn't it? Because that was the first episode I'd seen of Hollyoaks later, so I just assumed it was a Hollyoaks, but on later. <laughs> I, I didn't hear any of that in it. And then next thing you know, she's getting frogged in the flare. <laughs> <laughs> She's getting viscered. Frog. That was that. What's going on? Was that, that's not I was at school. So I was about eight, mate. I think I was at eleven. <laughs> I just imagine eleven-year-old Martin like, what's that? <laughs> 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 Frogged. <laughs> oh, the name. Oh, Martin, you've come up with some crackers today. That's good. Okay, Queen's on that. Slither. Slither was funny. Uh, which he was, uh, he was slithered. The work for him as well, but he was slithering. <laughs> she was way too hot for him and her thinking of Queen's. The, the oh, wife thinking of Queen's was gone. And then he used to be <laughs> like a dad in the basement. <laughs> 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 we are in. 
And then you see like big Spencer hanging about with him. <laughs> That's what got me about that show. They kept heard that in the, the basement. And they would come up every so often and call the main guy fat, steal all his food and fuck off back to me. <laughs> and talk about how shite they treated him. <laughs> he was essentially a duck. <laughs> He would just come up and go, you, you're the ones that's this I'm leeching after, you're way too fat for my daughter. And then st- <laughs> take like a loaf of bread or something and fuck off by doing it. And then the next door neighbor was the house. set up down there in the basement as well. <laughs> right. Basically, like, the well, when he used to bring women home. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine you kept your dad in the basement and he was bringing women home to Shrek. <laughs> Did you not try and like put like the, the couch in front of the door so we couldn't get back out? <laughs> <laughs> that shows a lot after them. This got an old man trapped in the basement. <laughs> uh, so, uh, number four, it's uh, South Park. Which, uh, South Park's fucking South Park's fucking great. Uh, number three, uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Absolutely. Absolutely love it. It would have been higher, but I've only seen it through like twice or something. So compared to mining Scott's like thirty odd a piece. <laughs> I I just I just feel I've not watched it's it enough to, from be, to right. be higher up. It's the same as the park as well. Uh, and then number two, it's two and a half men. Oh, nice. Which, which was fucking great. Even it was good. Uh, during Charlie Sheen's time, and it still continued to be strong post Charlie Sheen. I think post Charlie Sheen, uh, his brother Alan, he took her. <laughs> <laughs> he took her. <laughs> Alan was even the best character. Alan was even the best character while Charlie Sheen was in it. Like Alan was the funniest guy gone in that show. <laughs> He's um, so creepy. He's so creepy, and he gets just progressively creepier as he goes on. He's unbelievable women to go through. He married Candy, and the bit that I'll forget, I'll forget my own mum's face before I forget this fucking scene. <laughs> so Charlie comes back into the house, and uh, Candy's done up like a Catholic schoolgirl. She's got the wee scot on and the wee like, pigtails and that. And she goes, oh, Father Huggy Bear. <laughs> and Alan comes out wearing literally nothing but like a priest's cap with a wee collar. He's got a wee bible on his horn. He goes, yes, my child. <laughs> <laughs> it killed me, man. It killed me. <laughs> oh, it's... Because similar happens when I think it's, it's either Alan or Charlie goes to his mom's house and they're like trying to get in the mom's house and they're like chatting the door and I think it's Charlie and he's like mum I really need to see you I really need to speak to you and she's like I can't come to the door right now and he's like I really need to see you and she's like oh if you're sure and she comes to the door dressed as a Catholic school girl <laughs> <laughs> and like the mum's old man the mum was a mad shagger though like, that was one of her I got a life outside you two you know Like how he had this 
whenever a woman fancied him, he called her a head before. That was the name again. She's a head before. He fancied Alan's. Uh, girlfriend and near the end, but was on. He used to live in the same street. Uh, oh, um, uh, she's got the wee son, the wee annoying blonde boy. Aye. Oh, aye. Is she not like a softcore porn star in that storyline before she married Alan? That's where her knows her for. What was her fucking name? Aye. Anyway, she. Aye. I remember who you thought about. Uh, and then at number one, it's still game. Ah. Every episode about five thousand times. I think I can uh, say them off the heart. But what happens in a friend has not seen it. It's about two pensioners for Glasgow that just got <laughs> wild shit, and it's really funny. That sounds really boring when you say it like that. I know. It's, it's a bit bad. and they basically they basically bully a guy in uh, the bar owner and uh, do whatever they want. Who's your favourite character? In Winston. Mine's Tam. Oh, man, I was going to say Tam. well funny. I love Tam. Maker operation and he can't go his wee timeshare holding. It's when Tam goes to walk away and he stops and goes, So your wee timeshare lying empty then, is it? And it just cuts <laughs> to the next scene of Jack and Butter going, Yeah, dot, hey, bast. I just love man. I see before he goes on his holiday, he's in there and he's just putting all, all the biscuits into his pocket. <laughs> 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 For anybody that's never, like, maybe never seen still game, Tam is like really cheap and tight, yeah, <laughs> and will yeah. always swindle. He never spends money. He always he's a swindler. He's he's brilliant. He is, as you say, unappreciated in in that show <laughs> because Jack and Victor are so funny. And Winston is obviously brilliant too. Uh, Winston is. It's between Winston and Tam because Winston's so angry all the time. At all. I like when that one, he takes his fake leg off and launches it at Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> because he wants, like, a, a, these pints too dear or something. So he, he takes yeah, his yeah. fake leg off and tries to club him. <laughs> oh, is, is that the one where it's too misty? Ah, uh, he's, yeah. <laughs> he's, always, he's always trying to fight with the bookie as well. <laughs> Steve it. But Steve it. Steve it. Steve it. I think my favourite Winston moment is like he's on a bench in a park and I think he's reading a book and this little kid's like you're a fatty fat you're a fat and he just has enough he does so I've got a thyroid you prick Tam's grandson or something. Ah, yeah, it's like Tam's grandson or granddaughter or nephew or something. I've never acted thyroid you prick. Still game. Fine choices. 
So for my TV comedies, keeping that theme, mine, number five is South Park, and we covered that there at length. Yeah, so I don't need to get into any of that. Number four for me is Scrubs. Oh, aye, Scrubs was good. Scrubs was brilliant because he had a lot of things going on, right? Like, JD was was funny in his own right, but some of the side characters were just brilliant. And so you had Dr. Cox who's just raging permanently at everybody <laughs> and everything, and he just does nothing but sh- like just shout and threaten everybody, and that's good. And you get Kelso, the old guy that's sort of like the chief, and he <laughs> has just like the, one of the biggest bam-up militants you've ever heard of in your life. He does nothing but float around that hospital tormenting folk. <laughs> it's just so funny. There was um, oh, one bit he did to Dr. Cox, and I always remember it. Is, um, you remember Cox's wife, Jordan? Yeah. yeah. The angry hot woman that's on the uh, boat. Uh, Cox is complaining to Kelso now that they're back together, that um, everywhere he goes, Jordan's there, and he can't get any free time for her. He's like, she's there when I wake up, she's there in the car. She's there when I'm at work. She's there when I'm trying to work out. And Kelso goes, ah, I appreciate you, like, uh, unburdening yourself. Thanks. I'm, I'm glad you told me that. Then it cuts to this next scene where Cox and Kelso are together. And Kelso offers Jordan a, a full-time job at the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> and Jordan goes to Dr. Cox, oh, now we'll get to see each other even more. <laughs> and walks away. And Cox just turns around to Kelso, and near in tears, and he goes, why would you do that to me? <laughs> and Kelso goes, how did you not see that coming? I <laughs> 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 love that, man. There's some the lengths he would go just to annoy him. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like they had a medicine or something. <laughs> <laughs> the guy he runs the hospital and he does nothing with his power in time but harass folk. <laughs> it's just oh, Johnny. I was going to get to the journey. The journey's the same as Kelso, but it's his is more single-minded. He goes about spending all his free time just tormenting JD for no godly reason. Yeah, <laughs> so, he's done so many funny things, it's really hard to pick just the one. The journey is good. And then there's all these other side characters. Like Elliot, she's not a side character, I suppose, but she's funny as well, because she's insane. Like, everything he goes on, he's like long, windy, high-pitched rants. Right, Scrubs is number four. Uh, Friends, number three. It's oh, good choice. Friends is a classic. We all grew up watching Friends. And I'll, I'll not be having any of this like modern Twitter shite where folks say that, oh, Friends is ever rated or it's no funny. I'm like, no, you're just a dick. Like, you're, you're trying to say something controversial for retweet. I see that. No seen it or they're lying. Right, yeah. Exactly, right. You've either not watched it or you're lying. There's so many episodes. Just saying, it's so problematic that this, that, and the other. It was filmed in 1992. <laughs> I know, right? That's one of the things that I complain, like Joey's predatory towards women, which I suppose it kind of is, isn't it? But it's funny, because he's harmless. It kind of is, but like, it's not like he's, he's, he's not Dennis. Show. He doesn't have tools to oh, get these women. We'll, we'll get to Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I don't know how you pick out one, but I mean, who's your, who's your favourite character in Friends? There's a question. So how do you, I mean, who you got? Who's yours? Chandler. Chandler? Scott? It's between Joey and Chandler. It's tough to pick. I always, for that reason, tried to categorise mine based on the like, gender, because there's the three guys and the three women, so yeah. I'm my favourite guy and my favourite woman. The Chandler and Monica, but it's close, because Joey's brown. See the Joey yeah, really is class. Joey takes that last suit and I date, and he goes after nothing if I try to steal off his plate. <laughs> and then... <laughs> so that in itself was really funny, and then... He apologises, and he tries to take something off her plate, and she goes, oh, no, no, if I can't eat for you, you can't eat for me. 
and then she gets this big bit of fucking chocolate cake for her pudding and she goes right you keep an eye on this for me I'm going to the toilet and when she comes back it's just Joey like sitting with his shirt on but chocolate all over his face because he's been sitting to a cake and she's like oh my god and he goes I'm not even sorry <laughs> <laughs> one, of the, one of the funniest parts about that is, is see when the, uh, Rachel's telling a story because like, they're telling Phoebe about how she took bits off his plate and she's like oh there was one time we were sitting at the breakfast bar and like Joey had a couple of grapes in his plate <laughs> and she was, Phoebe's like oh, you wouldn't even let her have a grape and Rachel's like no no not me Emma which is like your old kid uh, she's like a wee four year old child and the cake is after for stealing his grapes and uh, it just cuts back to Joey and he's like Joey doesn't four year old kid <laughs> see friends brings you nothing but joy and happiness and I'm, I'm just not having any of this this model oh, no. young person twitter bullshit Who, who's your favourite character that's not a main character he's a Richard Richard. Richard was cool as fuck. Richard was cool. He had his big moustache, he had his cigars. Everything about Richard was awesome. I quite, <laughs> yeah. I quite liked Jack, but Monica's that. <laughs> Him or Janice. <laughs> oh, Janice. Here's the thing about Janice, though. She, see, for she was billed as being like the most irritating human that's ever lived. He had a thumper. She was quite hot. <laughs> I'd have hoped it anyway. <laughs> she did nothing wrong as well. She was like the villain of the show. No, no, she was she nothing but lovely. She was nothing but lovely to Chandler and he was just horrible to. Ah, he tells her he's moving to Yemen. <laughs> I'm going to Yemen. I'm going to Yemen. You can send me letters at 12 Yemen Road, Yemen. <laughs> He's like, right, I'm in the checkout lounge now, you need to, you need to go away. She's like, no, I'm not going until I see you get on that plane. <laughs> when we get to Yemen, can I live with you? It's like, be wholesome. Mike is cool. Mike. Phoebe's husband. Oh, oh Paul Rudd. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Paul Rudd. Hi. Guy changes his name to crap bag, doesn't he? Aye, uh, she changes it to Princess Consuela Banana Hammock or something. <laughs> Do you mind the one for season three where uh, Monica's dating John Favreau? And well, that's his real name, I can't remember what he's called in the show. And he wants to be a UFC fighter. <laughs> he's just a billionaire and he's like, I'll, I'll try UFC. Aye. And it's Tank Abbott, they make him fight. <laughs> he gets Pete Pecker. Aye, Pete. Aye, that's it, well remembered. And Tank Abbott just punches fuck him. He's in a full body cast and everything in the next scene. He trains <laughs> by going to a van, ripping the arms off. I think we're going to fight camp next week. <laughs> You're in a full body cast. That there, what you were just saying, man, that's one of the most underrated lines I think I've ever heard in my life. Oh, his next opponent, how he trains by going to Iran and ripping the arms off thieves. <laughs> <laughs> See, every time I rewatch this and I hear that a bit, it kills me. <laughs> Rips the arms off a thief. <laughs> <laughs> you just wouldn't fight somebody that could do that, though, would you? Like, oh, <laughs> Pound the arms off thief. See, that was the amount of joy that friends brought us that, that was lovely. So, number two is Married with Children. The, uh, there's this old sort of sitcom thing that started in the 80s. And the, the premise is it's like the opposite of friends or any of them sort of like family friendly type things because it's about a married couple with two wains and they all hate one another 
and it's just everybody's so annoyed and crabbit and hateful, and they do nothing but torment one another. That's like the hell show. It's just this like really horrible family that torments one another, and it's hilarious. It's like all really violent, but no, no so much to each other. But occasionally, they all just randomly attack other people for the slightest things and just punch fuck at them. And it's Katie Segal for Sons of Anarchy, the mother, and Ed O'Neill for um, Modern Family is the main guy. Yeah, Jay. J.I., the old, the old uh, picture, which is also a great show. Is she not um, Layla from Futurama as well? She is, aye, she's Layla from Futurama. And she was in this other funny show called Eight Simple Rules. Yes, oh, Eight Simple Rules was good. That's where Kaylee Kikoko came from, isn't it? Aye, aye, it's hard. You've got uh, the late John Ritter as the dad. Oh, he was great in that. He was then, great in that. And then the when he died... Stephen Steven Spade. No, David Spade. David Aye. He was the cousin, but when John Ritter died, New Life, they brought Spade in as uh, the cousin, but they brought Katie Segal's dad into the, the papa, and he was brilliant, because he was just like a really crabby old man that hated everybody. Ah, he was good, to be fair. <laughs> he was always trying to cane David Spade. <laughs> I wonder if we've got a type for favourite characters. Like, crabby old men. <laughs> A recurring gag in that is David Spade would say something stupid and the old man would try and cane him, which I always <laughs> I loved that. <laughs> and the wee boy always wanted a monkey. He was always trying to steal monkeys. Oh, <laughs> his name? I don't remember the boy's name. <laughs> I've not seen that show in years. The Red Heated one was really smart. I can't mm. remember. Bridget. One of them was called Bridget. Uh, that was the Bond. Right. So what was that one called? I don't, for the life of me, I can't remember, but it was brilliant anyway, so you oh, never really that. Aye, that was Married with Children, and the neighbours get in on it, the next door neighbours are, are also horrible people, and they always just like, it's like it's always sunny in a way, they've always got schemes, yeah. and scams, <laughs> and it never fucking works out. <laughs> it's really it was like a toad down, always sunny. Oh, see, I think it's always sunny, took a lot of inspiration for Married with Children. I don't know if that's official, or that's just how I see it, but because I watched them both quite a lot, you can see like yeah, similarities. similarities. And Al, the main guy, starts this anti-women's group called No Man. It's <laughs> <laughs> him and all his pals. <laughs> and No Man is an acronym. It stands for National Organization of Men Against Amazonian Masterhood. <laughs> Look at these wee t-shirts with No Man on it. <laughs> they all just get together and talk shit about women. <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds horribly sexist, right? But on the flip side, other women characters, they don't have a club, but they all hate men. Like Men are just shag objects for them, so it's balanced. The hatred is balanced. It's not just like... It's, it's, oh, dude, this, this, you should watch the whole thing. It's fucking amazing. Like it's, it's an, and it's quite absurd, I know. Like, it's not very realistic, and the, the longer it's on, the more absurd everything gets. Like This shopping centre that's opened on the street hires like a mall Santa to promote the Christmas rush. And he goes skydiving to like promote this big fucking flag thing to like promote the shop. And his parachute fucking like rips and he gets impaled on the main family's fence. <laughs> See what I mean? Stuff like that is insane. But it's brilliant. It really is hilarious. And I couldn't recommend it. Especially when um, the neighbour gets divorced and marries this other guy called Jefferson, who is the best side character of all time. He's up there anyway with cricket. But anyway, like, so that's that. And my number one is It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which has made everybody's list, but it's, it's my number one. It's oh, my, good choice. It's yeah. my favourite problem with the show all the time. I've seen it, like, the way you are with Still Game, I've seen every episode 50 times, and it's always 
constantly funny. You still, you can't it believe how many times you watch it. It's just so funny every it, time. It is because it's the things they get away with. It's the stuff that's in the. Do you remember the one where they go up skiing in the mountain? <laughs> Charlie shags that prostitute in the hut. Yeah. So fucking graphic. I can't <laughs> believe they they got away with it. And I watched a funny interview with Charlie Day, the guy that plays Charlie in that. In a, he said that the network they don't pay any attention to the things that they're doing. So like they send them all these scripts and I'll be wanting to film this and they, they don't get read. And the guys are so I right, fine, you can film, film whatever you want. So Charlie's like, I wonder if these people are even reading the scripts. So he, picked, he wrote that sex scene in and it's the most ridiculous like graphic sex scene. <laughs> and it's like, guaranteed to flag this and we'll know about it today. And they come back approved. He's like, does anybody even, like, do the people that pay for this even watch what we're doing? I can't believe they've let us do that, but I'm going to fucking do it anyway. So, and it's like, and also, in that episode, Dennis breaks his ankles, and it's the funniest thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just rolling about the ground, screaming. Like, right in the end. <laughs> I've broken my ankles! My ankles are broken! <laughs> and then he's ah! like, I think his ankles are broken. <laughs> and then goes, he has broken his ankles. <laughs> my ankles are definitely broken. <laughs> <laughs> that, that scene is on YouTube occasionally if I'm in the bath or something just playing that <laughs> Dennis pain screams so that's that's mine it's always sunny so we've got uh, South Park Scrubs Friends Married with Children and it's always sunny in Philadelphia well I'm going to flip it in a different direction I'm going to go with superhero TV shows alright alright a little bit of variety bit of change alright uh, the space I live. And Martin, you like your superheroes, don't you? I do I do to an extent, I and Blair you don't. Um, as an overall sort of like genre, no not particularly, but on individual like case by case basis. I think okay. some of the films are quite good. I think you said you like Craven the Hunter. I did right, because when I was away, do you remember the nineties um, Spider Man T V show that was uh, on Fox. I've actually just watched it on um, hey, Disney Plus. It's brilliant, isn't it? It's got a really <laughs> cool intro with the guitars that like, ding uh, yeah, radioactive spider blood. Uh, spider Man, Spider Man. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> now, I loved that show as a tell, so like messing my knowledge of these people come for that. And I always just thought Craven the Hunter was really cool. And they're gonna make a film about him now. Yeah. Like He's just this big mad Russian hunter that kills lions with his hands. And tries to catch Spider Man because he'd be the ultimate trophy to put up on his wall. I just always thought that was funny. <laughs> so, why? I, I like Craven the Hunter. Uh, <laughs> well, my number, number five pick would actually be something I think you'd like. It's The Punisher. It's just so oh, funny. Aye, aye. It's I just so funny. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Like, the, the government's killed his family and he's just taking this big vendetta against everyone who does it in bed. Because yeah. he's like a like an ex-marine, Frank yeah. Castle. So we could yeah. just—he has the skills to just kill everyone, and he does. They go uh, the guy for the Walking Dead to be in that, didn't they? Yeah. John Bernthal or Bernthal or everybody yeah. knows his name. He's cool. Um, I like that. Ah, I like him. He's really good as the Punisher as well. They talk about bringing some of these uh, Netflix Marvel shows to Disney Plus. Which right. I'd be quite happy with. It's a bit adult-orientated, though, isn't it, for Disney? No, Honestly. I think there might need to be, like, a, whatever it's called, like, a parental lock on <laughs> something. Because the Punisher is so violent. 
like people are getting shot, stabbed, and all sorts of things. I think does he not put his fingers in someone's eyes? <laughs> Christ. Yeah, I think he. I think, <laughs> I think he mounted someone. Oh, uh, I did actually start watching that because uh, my mate Ricky told me. Anyway, shout out to Ricky Knowles, my pal. There. He did tell me that I would like that because, as as you say, it's just this hard guy being violent, and like you might like it. So I ended up watching like the first five episodes or something, and then stopped because something else came on that I was interested in. I did love how in the first episode he's sitting reading Moby Dick. I thought that was cool. Uh, I vibed for that. Oh, it's great. You should keep watching it. It's good. I will. I would need to watch it again for the start because that was a wee while ago. Uh, I think it's like a slow burn at the start, and then it gets progressively more. I did enjoy it though. I did what I saw. I enjoyed, but I think Game of Thrones come back on or something. Yeah, something yeah. big and life changing come on. I don't yeah. remember. The next pick is Daredevil from the uh, the Netflix shows. Really like that as well. Um, that's just all about him. It's mostly about him being a lawyer, but he's he's blind. So and there's this one scene where he's fighting this like the back missing like this clan, but he's like battering everyone as he's going down the stairs. And it's so impactful, like every punch is just ridiculous. And I can't, I can't, like, he's a superhero, I get that, but at the same time, this guy's blind. And he's just bad, it's like, 40 people. Yeah. <laughs> he's bad, like, 40 people walking down the stairs whilst carrying the Punisher. <laughs> oh, it's great. Have you seen it? No, I've not actually. There was a guy at my work, he used to like to dress up as the Punisher uh, and take pictures on Facebook with him the night. <laughs> Alright. Thank you. And he thought he was the Punisher. Just 
<laughs> he's just um, attaching like weather balloons to people who he doesn't like. That would be horrible. Yeah, and then they just fly all around, basically to the atmosphere, and then I think it's like because it gets so cold up there, it bursts, and then uh, they just come flying all the way down. That's horrendous. Aye. That would be bad. That's a oh, horrible way to die. Yeah, it's dark. <laughs> I think that's why I prefer DC, because it's darker. Really? It's much darker than, than Marvel. Although Punisher's really dark. That's always been something that, that I don't like about the Marvel films that I've seen. It's quite, like, the world is always just on the brink of ending and folk are still cracking jokes and things. Yeah. I don't really like that. But that's a big Hollywood trend. That's not specific to them. That's, um... No, it's, it's their it's formula, stuff. isn't it? Uh, everybody seems to care that the world's about to end. <laughs> no, I don't know. Whereas, like, Batman's, like, so on the level. Oh. I just prefer. Yeah. Prefer DC. Did you see the Joker? I know it was like oh, 2019's biggest. Uh, yeah, that was that was amazing. It's amazing. I, I didn't know what to think it, man. But again, I'm that's no really this. I'm no the target audience for that. But Joaquin Phoenix is a fantastic actor. His performance <laughs> was ridiculously amazing. Yeah. I I liked it, but I didn't think it was as good as if they made it. Like the kind of because you don't know if he's actually speaking to these people and it's like in the mind of a paranoid, paranoid schizophrenic. I, I, like, I thought it was well made. Again, though, I, it wouldn't have been my film of the year for 2019. Like you say, man, I thought maybe it was a bit... No, no, I would rate it because it was really good. It was completely different for every other superhero film that's ever been made. Yeah, so it's just a normal guy. Aye, and I appreciated the... Like it was like a cinematic experience. It wasn't just loads of CGI and things flashing. It was like a proper... Story, if that makes any yeah. sense. Like the budget on it's like nowhere near like the like Marvel films. Uh, and yeah, I think it made like a billion dollars or something. I, he won an Oscar for it, didn't he? Yeah. Uh, his performance was it was surreal. Yeah, he's he goes, so thin in it as well. I know, right? He's one of the guys that gets so yeah. method about everything that he does, and he like it becomes the fucking character. Yeah, like he's a great actor. It was horrible. <laughs> he's a really solid actor, though. Like, everything oh, yeah. he's ever been in is brown. Uh, so that's my list. That's strong. Superhero TV. Superhero TV. <laughs> well, it was a, a good thing that you mentioned that list, I suppose, because they're really popular, aren't they? So, I mean, yeah. for anybody that's listening to this, Scott is a massive, like, superhero type guy. So, you might see, like, comic book-themed videos and things in the future. Yeah, well, come up. Hit him up, right? Let him know. He would like that. Follow well, Twitter. <laughs> Can we? I know we've got films left today and stuff, but I'm really curious to hear your your music picks. Can we jump into music and album? Aye, 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 we've known aye. each other for years, and I have and no I, idea what music you like. Aye, bands, music, albums, bands, albums, games, and back to films. Aye, that's aye. cool. Aye. As I say, we've known each other for years now, and I have no goddamn clue what you people listen to. <laughs> other than the Rocky Four theme. <laughs> I'll put that in. <laughs> Edit Just that one. In. Drenched in swag or that. <laughs> Jump shit, brah! Jump shit! <laughs> right, for some context, last night Martin sent us a video after he had been working out, and it was to that song for Rocky Four. Hearts on fire. He's all sweaty, going champion. <laughs> oh, you should have heard me when the easy way out was on, on when I was on the treadmill. It's 
No shortcut. Oh. I was going, yeah, no easy way out. No easy way out. You're shouting at myself. I was like, oh, you need to calm down. Mate, that is an inspirational soundtrack, though, to be fair. Aye. It's made it. Aye, it's definitely good. So, um, what we got? Albums, right? Can, why don't you just go first? Because I'm genuinely curious to hear what your bands and albums are. Do you want to go first, Scott, or what? I'll first. Mine's like bands and artists. Right. So, these are no order, because, like, it changes all the time. Uh, like, but first, I would say the Arctic Monkeys. I love the Arctic Monkeys. Right. I've seen them live at Tea in the Park, and <laughs> Alex Turner was just out his nut. <laughs> Like, they played a few songs, then they went off, and everyone's like, they were they were only playing for like twenty minutes. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure they went back there to just do some drugs and then come back out. Right. <laughs> they came back out. You should have seen Alex in his eyes. They were like, ah. Uh. <laughs> so that's, right. we touched on that in um, the first show, I think. Like I know their name, but I, I couldn't know if I've ever heard one of their songs. Yeah. I really, yeah. I know who they are, but no. But they necessarily. Yeah, it's the it's kind of odd scene. Right. Yeah. You've got that luck about you, so I'm not really surprised. Yeah. The same with my next pick's Oasis. It's not your cup of tea there, though. <laughs> no. As you can tell with the Iron Cross. Them, them I do know. I, I know who they are. Uh, um, next is Michael Jackson. Oh. Uh, like me oh. some MJ. Oh, yeah. Uh, I separ- uh. obviously separate the man from the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would disclaimer, he separated uh, the art for the artist's life. God, if Thriller isn't the best music video ever made, it's close. Like, oh, yeah. If it's oh, close absolutely. to the best, it's in the conversation. Aye. Uh, Vincent Price's monologue, he's a legend of horror cinema, Vincent Price. His voiceover in it's amazing. I like Michael Jordan. <laughs> Next is Sinatra. Mmm. Mm-hmm. I like my... That's... Uh, that's through me a bit there, but he is good. Uh, I prefer Dean Martin. <laughs> <laughs> I do like a bit of Dean Martin. I like Dean Martin as well. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like my music's all over the place. Like uh, I'll listen to something from like the twenties, and then listen to I don't know Paramore. <laughs> Paramore, bloody hell! Uh, Remember that? All over the place. Remember that? Like. Grime, and then I'll listen to Motorhead, or and oh. then I'll listen to Hamilton, <laughs> the musical. <laughs> grime, grime, Motorhead, and Hamilton, the musical. <laughs> that is that is quite a leap. Mm-hmm. I'll give you, you more. Spotify playlist. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and my final pick is Elvis Presley. Right. And oh, that album's gonna fall in with all that. I can tell from Martin's face that you've thrown us both with that list. <laughs> That's amazing. Right. I thought you had a weird list. That has some choices. That has some choices. <laughs> it's definitely a choice. <laughs> Fair enough. Hey, Martin. Yeah. So on mines, I've got Oasis. Mm-hmm. I, I, I love me a bit of Oasis. And then I've got Stormzy. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Boris. Yeah, aye. Fuck the government and fuck Boris, eh? Uh, that's just words that he says in his song. That's not my actual opinion. Disclaimer in case we get something done for slander or. The what. opinion here is definitely from Stormzy. 
Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's definitely from uh, Stormzy. Uh, <laughs> no, You're very number, pro-government, man. <laughs> number, number three is... Look at this buddhas in the background. Green Day. Oh, Green Day. I like some Green Day. I like some Green Day. The Arctic Monkeys also made my list. Right. Right. That, this one, I couldn't... For number one, I put two choices because right. one of them is probably my, my favourite band, but then there's, a, there's a, a guy that I think I've listened to every one of his songs. So there's no many bands you can hear and go, I've heard every one of their songs. But it's uh, Catfish and the Bottleman. Uh, that's the band, if you've heard, heard of them. Can I say that I have? I have. Uh, they're, from, they're from Wales or... They're, they're uh, a generic indie band. They're actually they're actually quite good. Uh, I went to see them at Bell. I think it's at Bell Houston Park. Uh, and Susanna went to go and see them last summer at summer sessions. Uh, before the world get fucking cancelled. And uh, <laughs> that was shared top with a singer called Mick Constantine. Again, that, that, that's lost on me. I don't, uh, know, I don't know who that is. Basically, if did you ever hear the Conor McGregor song? No. Well, I might have. I don't know what it is though. Uh, he done he done like a Conor McGregor song, but I knew him because he done a, he was on like Facebook because he done a song about Ireland at the Euros. Yeah. And it was it was just a really good. It was just a wee guy like playing his ukulele, and he was just standing with his pals and just thought like this guy is actually quite cool. He's quite funny. And then since he's just does a lot of songs about like sports, he's done one about the boxer like Mick Con- Mick Conlon, who I really like. Yeah, and then he done one of like Tyson Fury and that, and his songs are just they're just really quite engaging. There's the ones that you just sit and you put your belt out in the shower. So <laughs> you're an absolute G, my man. You're a G. <laughs> right. Well. I'll happily have you in the podcast any day. We can fit it around your schedule. You're a saint. <laughs> P.S. Bring your ukulele. That would be something. A live ukulele performance on the August Wilder podcast. I would be alright with it. Now, we're about to do a 180 here, right? Because in case anybody that's watching this can of tell from my generally friendly demeanour that I have a very specific taste in music. Whereas these two previous lists for you guys have been sort of like up and down and about everything. I'm really musically specific. And it's not by choice, just most other music irritates me. I don't know why. I can't help it. It's not because I'm some like niche hipster prick or whatever, but although I kind of look like one, don't I? But that's not the image I'm going for. But anyway, I'm a, a huge metal fan, so these are all going to be of the same sort of <laughs> type. Elk. Uh, the same sort of elk guy. So number five, we've got uh, Rob Zombie, the artist. He's known, well, he's, he's in band, but it's just called Rob Zombie. And he also directs films, but I've loved him for years. He's got all his albums, seen him live a bunch of times. He's, he brings like a whole stage horror show away when he's on like in, in a big arena. It's really cool. So we've got him at fifth. Uh, number four is a band called Ahab. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder where the inspiration for that came from. But they're this German band, right? And uh, obviously they're, they're based on um, they're the big fans of Moby Dick. <laughs> Which I also am in case nobody has ever noticed or paid attention. But uh, they, they play this type of music called... Uh, called Funeral Doom Metal right? <laughs> <laughs> and, um, like, <clears throat> for anybody that's not like everly familiar with metal as a type you get all these different kinds of metal music and they two sound the same like 
Iron Maiden and Ahab, for example, are as different as Frank Sinatra and Storms, like they don't sound anything alike. So like basically that sort of music, all the songs are like twelve minutes long and really slow and heavy. And then um, the whole point is it's meant to make you like bring this atmosphere of like impending dread and doom and like depression and shit. <laughs> Hence the name. But it's really, really great. It's a hard thing to sell to somebody that doesn't listen to that sort of music, but <laughs> they really are great. And um, so there's that. Number three for me is Slayer. But anybody that knows me, listen Slayer. Slayer. you listen to some Slayer, right? Yeah, see, see, they're one of them sort of bands that like break out, and everybody kind of knows who they are a bit, or at least has heard of them. Like Rain and Blood is a huge album, so everybody knows that. Seen them live a bunch of times as well. They're great. They've retired now, so that's kind of sad. But I think I was getting them and Slade mixed up. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that before when I've told folk I like Slayer. They go, "You like?" You, they look at me and go, do you like Slade? I'm like, Slade, aye. And they think I'm talking about Slade, the, the Christmas band. Aye. <laughs> no, no, no. No Slade. No. <laughs> Slayer. <laughs> Two very different things. They're a very aggressive thrash metal band for the 80s. And uh, second is Ramstein, is a German industrial oh, nice. metal band. So again, a lot of people, they're, they're quite popular. Well, a lot of different like, musical fans. So a lot of people sort of know who they are. They sing in German because they're from Germany. And um, I don't Duhast. know what it's Duhast, that's their the most famous song. Everybody knows Duhast. Uh, so they're second. And uh, my first choice, again, is one of the ones that sort of break out and a lot of people know or have heard of them, at least that's Metallica. Metallica are my favourite band. They have been until I was like 14. And I still remember when I bought the Black Album, I was in everybody's favourite place, Benidorm, back in the day. And they used to have like a music show and I went in and I got, because I, I had heard the song Enter Sandman on Kerrang! Way back when Kerrang! was good, not just through an emo band. I mean, if you're an emo then that's fine, you, you're loving your life, but it's not for me. <laughs> so I got that and it quite literally sort of changed, you hear it when you hear something say, oh, it changed my life, but it did kind of because it was amazing. So that's me, I get Rob Zombie, Ahab, Slayer, Ramstein and Metallica, and they couldn't be any different for your two lists if we fucking tried. Which <laughs> <laughs> uh, albums, Blair? Albums, my albums, right. So you'd think that the five albums, five favourite albums would be each for your five favourite bands, but that's not really the case with my list. A couple of them won the fame, people that made the top five bands. And um, my fifth, and this is the hardest thing to rank. Well, how do you rank your favourite albums? Because there's so many. Exactly. And it's, it's the thing that I think that you go back to. You maybe don't listen to it often, but when you go back to it, it makes you feel like a, a unique and different way for the way any other album would make you feel. So I've tried to go with that criteria for these. So uh, number five is an album called M16 by a thrash metal band called Sodom. And uh, they were huge. They started in the 80s. They painted the big, like a thrash metal came out in the 80s and it was sort of like a response, an angry response to like the glam hair rock bands for the uh-huh. 70s and early 80s. Thrash started as a sort of like fuck you to that kind of thing. It was all, it's really fast and aggressive and that kind of thing. So uh, starting for like 82 and 83, all these great new thrash bands come out with Metallica and Slayer and that. And Sodom was part of that movement and they have a lot of albums. I mean, to try to pick any one of their albums is, is hard. But M16, I think anybody else that hears this and maybe listens to Sodom which might may, may be rare, I don't know. I mean, they're, they're kind of popular, so if there is any other fans out there, do let me know. that will be cool. But M16, I think, is the most complete album that they've got. So that's that one for me. 
in a fourth has gone after that sort of theme is uh, bonded by blood by the thrash band Exodus, and they they're one of the first of the bands that's their debut album that came out in like 1984 I think, mm-hmm. just as the movement was picking up sort of speed, and it's really angry and aggressive and just like a big fuck off to everything that was happening at the time. <laughs> you can tell when you hear it still it's so angry, like some of the songs it's got like a lesson in violence and things like that. It's just great. If you don't like that sort of music, you probably hate it. So, um, number three was uh, The Call of the Wretched Sea by Ahab. So they, they did make the top five. And it's that's the f- first funeral doom album I ever heard. And I didn't know it sort of changed the way I listened to music because I had never heard that kind of metal before. And it was like a culture shock. I, to me, metal was always really fast and like yeah, aggressive. Yeah. And this is so like down tempo and down tuned and slow and moody and atmospheric. It's hard to it's hard to explain to somebody that's never heard it. But it changed my opinion about metal music could sound like. And I, I listen to it all the time and it's quite hard because it's a long album because all the songs are really long. But it specifically is based on the, the novel Moby, Moby Dick, just like the band. But we'll not get into that anymore. So it does that. Um, <laughs> number two is Mutter for Ramstein. This is the first metal album I ever heard. And again, I, I, don't, like I just say that I hate it when folks say, I listened to this or I saw that and it changed my life forever. I do hate that because it sounds cheesy. But I was nine when I heard this album and it was in my uncle's car and he was taking me fishing. And that's the first metal I'd ever heard. And it really, I was like obsessed after I heard that. Because at this time, me as an nine-year-old, I'm still listening to Five and the Backstreet Boys and fucking Kylie Minogue and all the hoops and all that kind of stuff, right? So I hear this, and it's like nothing I've ever heard before, and it changed everything. And then I started listening to Mera, that kind of music, and that's what got me into watching horror films and things. So these are like the two biggest like interests in my media life are because of that day with that album. So it's you don't want to be that cheesy bit that goes, ah, it might have been different if I never heard that. But uh, Motor for Ramstein is a, a huge deal, and um, this this is the hardest one for any of these lists we've had today, right? Is because I wanted to go with Metallica album because they're my favourite band and Metallica has sort of split with the fan base. Some people think there's this big opinion that any it's only their first four albums that are any good is so half the fan base would say. And after that, they became sort of like sellouty and mainstream. But I, I genuinely love all their albums. Everyone, Load, Reload, Saint Anger, everything, everything that everybody else says you're not supposed to like. Maybe it's just because I'm a huge Metallica fanboy. I don't really know. Maybe I'm tone deep. So I tried to pick one of theirs, was horrendous, but I've ended up going with Ride the Lightning, their second album, 84 or 85, I don't, I don't remember. It's like pure thrash metal at its, at its purest in its basest form. And there's so many, so even, you know how like when you go halfway through an album, some sort of sounds like filler, like this song is just there to get you to the next like big hit. Mm-hmm. Everything on Ride the Lightning is so great and amazing and just technically brilliant. So it's the, also the first album they had with a ballad on it because Metallica like a wee ballad every every here and there. They've got a ballad on that one. I don't know. It was, that was hard to pick and it might change if you were to ask me the more it might be a different album but as it stands Ride the Lightning is my favourite album. So, yeah. mm-hmm. Yep. Mine's really not in, in that much depth. It's just gonna be essential. I really like music. <laughs> I know we're all hungry, and I'm sorry. 
Like mine, uh, what's the story, Morning Glory, from Oasis? Elvis is the king, so that's basically all his best hits. Because, you know, he, he was dead <laughs> before I was born. Um, the best is Sinatra, AM, from oh, Arctic Monkeys, and uh, just essential Michael Jackson. But it's really, like, I'm more of a Spotify guy. I make my own playlists and stuff, rather than yeah, the album. Ah, that's what I'm like as well. To be fair, uh, I've always been the opposite of that. Like I, I start if I'm going to listen to some band, I pick like pick an album and then just play that album like right the way through. Yeah, yeah. So I, uh, I, I do like a bit of that, though, a bit of chopping and changing on Spotify because your mood yeah, changes yeah. a bit depending on what you're doing. Uh, it's quite a, it's a handy platform for that sort of stuff. Maybe they'll give us a deal one day. Actually, you something about that last night to do with Joe Rogan. Apparently, a lot of the Spotify uh, workers are planning on going on strike if they can't censor his stuff. Oh, right. So that was apparently in his deal that there was no way he was getting censored. It was just going to be essentially the same platform. I think YouTube are censoring some of his stuff or trying to, and that's where issues were arising. But apparently, Spotify are wanting to go down a similar route. And I, I don't know how he gets out of that because obviously he signed like a five-year contract or what have you. That's so, that, maybe maybe we don't sign with Spotify then when we're thinking. <laughs> no, we just independent. Uh, we create uh, our own network. That's what we do, and we sign Rogan. There's that show. We become the next big huge moguls. That's <laughs> Joe Rogan. If you're listening, hit me up. Right. We're gonna save the 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 game. Uh, Stormzy fan, a Sinatra fan, and a Metallica fan are gonna band together. <laughs> Revolutionise how media is digested and it's going to be awesome. The Twitter's <laughs> at always double underscore wired. Uh, the arrogance. Did you, did you finish your album, Scott, yeah? What, yeah. My, yeah. Mine were just dead boring. There was just essentials for all those <laughs> favourites. Hey, uh, the, the hits collections have all the best songs on them, so it's yeah, fair. So I went for St. Jude's. Uh, that's an album with the Curtinos. Oh, uh, nice. I went, what's the story, Morning Gory, same as Scott. Uh, and this is purely, the next one, this is solely based on, I mean, listening to it a lot more recently, uh, it's the Rocky Four soundtrack. Uh, it's just, <laughs> I don't know what it is, just when I listen to it, it really does, it boosts my mood. But when I listen to it, I just get happy, and I like to be productive. That's which, to be like, all jokes aside, that's a banger of a soundtrack, though, isn't oh, it? Yeah. Yeah, and it does, it does like to, to reiterate what I said earlier, it gets your pumps pumping. So like, see if you are wanting to do <laughs> See if you are wanting to go and do something. But if you're wanting to be motivational and if you're wanting to like, hit the gym, that is the soundtrack to listen to because you will... I'm speaking for experience here because when uh, Hearts and Fire came out last night when I was on the treadmill, I put that... I put that baby up to number 10 and I rang like a motherfucker. I was on there like <laughs> Usain Bolt going for it. <laughs> so I, I just, just because I've been listening to it a bit more recently, I feel like it gets, it gets me gone. Uh, number two is American Idiot by Green Day. I think that was the first, first album I ever oh, bought. Nice. Uh, but f- fun fact, actually, the first single I ever got, I was... I think it was about, I can't remember how old I was, because uh, I begged like, my parents to get me Sound, Sound of the Underground by Girls Aloud. <laughs> I love that. 
Shamelessly, I love the bit of girls allowed. Completely unapologetic about that. They were brilliant. They had so many uh, hits. Uh, absolutely, man. And I had that uh, single. So I used to just, I had a wee like, camouflage CD player that I used to sit and mm. used to like, play a sound of the underground. Or then it was like, now, you had like, now, uh, you know, I used to listen uh, to that. But, uh, man, girls that was, were brilliant, I'll be there. That was the first album I ever got, and that's, that American idiot, and I think that's when I started to kind of appreciate music a bit more. Mm. Uh, number one is Erratic Cinematic by Jerry Sermon, the Scottish fella. And he had, he's had the just... one that uh, has that song, She's a Belter. Yes. Oh, that I, album. <laughs> I don't I like that. that album. It I was think... funny at the start, but I was just annoying. I, th- I, think it, I think the guy's a bit of a bell end, and he tries to put into a fake Glasgow Hardman persona. You know, try and fight someone at one of his concerts. Aye, and it's like it's it's not it's not what he's actually wanting to fight. It's the whole hold me back, hold me back routine oh, that he does. Yeah. Like he's like pretending that he's going to jump off, and it's like, mate, see if you're going to do something, jump off the stage and do it. Right. Or jump, jump into the crowd and get fucking leathered. Like, do you know what I mean? It's not this. Like, aye, your Ficasso, your Ficasso milk, but it doesn't make you a ticket. Fucking grow up. You're about thirty year old, but your music's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> We're all just talking about separating the art for the artist, don't we? Aye, <laughs> yeah, like, I see a lot of his stuff on Twitter. Like, the stuff I on Twitter, cause it's been a couple of occasions, it just it drives me up the lobby, but I hate the kind of fake hard man persona. So it's like, who are you trying to impress? Try to get the women. Aye. Yeah, yeah try the females. Weirdly, the first album I ever bought was from a band called... It's very varied, that. I, I like that. Because uh, I knew it was, we were all going to have different things, but that's... That's why we came together to make a podcast anyway, because we have very, very different interests, media-wise, the three years. Mm-hmm. So between us, we, we have a big net that we catch a lot of stuff on. So that was cool. Yeah, good choices. I say good choices. I hate it, most of them, but like, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. <laughs> what was your first album, Scott? It was called Love Metal by a band called Him. Right? Oh, I remember them. Uh, I went yeah. to... One of my old pals, because Gil was fucking obsessed with him. I never get into that, the goth metal. (laughs) I just kind of listen to it. I like that. Fair enough. You played Uh, the PlayStation. I played the PlayStation. (laughs) I like her. See the wee pinky came out there? You had all that new rapper music. And I like it. And I like her. So that takes us on to games. I'm actually quite excited to speak about my games because I'm, I'm quite boring. I sit and play games a lot of my time and I, I love it. And sometimes when you get a good game, you just get engrossed in it and you just want to yeah. talk about it all the time. Okay, and you get annoyed when folk don't appreciate how good the game is. I don't think anybody that listens to us will find that boring though, since like, no, we talk no. about games and films. There's the sort of people that listen to this or will watch That's this are all massive gamers anyway. So <laughs> Here's you're going to fit right in with that demographic. Hope, all, all the Rogers Fitba fans that have been tricked into thinking we're a Fitba podcast. Or that this particular episode is boring them to fucking deal. It's just Harry <laughs> Maguire and his whole family. Uh, loving that he's not getting slated. <laughs> There's that one dislike. Wouldn't it be funny if he became a huge fan of this at some point? Harry Maguire became an always fan. Harry Maguire on the podcast, that'd be hilarious. I'm just going to sit and show him. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's my favourite bit from the first podcast. If this does manage to get its way to Harry Maguire, Gonny, fuck off. 
No, that? that was a separate spin-off. GTA London was like a sort of DLC type situation, ah, right. or whatever they called DLCs in the nineties. I don't know. I don't know what they called it, but it was like a an upgrade type of thing for the first GTA yeah. GTA London. Yeah. I had that day. It was great, enough. Uh, <laughs> so number number four, I've got Assassin's Creed Two. Assassin's Creed Two or Brotherhood or what's the other one? Revelations. Aye, aye, Brotherhood was really good. As I I was thinking, standalones. I was like, Assassin's Creed Two was just excellent. I just Ezio Alvitore de Firenze. I've never played any of them, but they're really good. My partner's a massive AC fan, so like I would always get that was Christmas presents when we had no long stay. Just get her on. She's got. I would watch her play them. It didn't look like my sort of thing, but. I appreciate like how huge it used to be. She got right into them. I think the next one will be up your street, Blair, because it's... You're a Viking, aren't you? Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Uh, Are you uh, just mate. making assumptions that I like Vikings based on my appearance? No, because you tell me every time you like Vikings. I really liked the uh, Black Flag, the pirate one. I couldn't get into it. No, I've I bought it there, but I just could never get into it. I just... I think I played that a handful of times in like, one of the controls. Something to do with the controls when you were on something was just pissing me off. And I was like, nah, shit, I don't want to play it. <laughs> I didn't get a chance. Like, I was... But uh, Assassin's Creed 2, I just I absolutely loved that game. Uh, and then number three was Skyrim. I lost hey, so I much played. time to Skyrim. I've never played that either. Oh. People assume that I like Skyrim, but I've never played it. It was it's really popular, though. It's like a fair uh, assumption. If somebody uh, says, oh, I like the game, you just have to assume mm-hmm. you like Skyrim. Because it's like free roaming as well, so you can you essentially yeah. need to do anything with any quest. You can just go about the map and killing things. It's a bit like World of Warcraft in that sense, about yeah. giants and elephants. Back two things. I've never played World of Warcraft, even. I've never played it. And the I've giant, played that once. I played it once at my, my friend's, but I wasn't I wasn't 100% sold on it, but no, Skyrim, I absolutely loved that game. I just thought it was excellent. Uh, just everything you could do, like, when the DLCs came out, you could turn into like, either a werewolf or a vampire. Yeah. Just cutting about as a werewolf, like ripping folk seeds off, I found that quite interesting. And you could go, because you could match your character to your personality as well. So I always used to go a nod, a nod's like a big, it's essentially a Viking, it's a big butch human. I like that <laughs> rather than going with an orc or like an elf. Cause no, I don't like orcs and all that shit. Like elves, it's not my thing. Because like the elves, it's like depending no, on different. depending what you pick. Uh, it's well, kind of, but because I like Game of Thrones, but that's oh, quite that's fantasy. True. But I fucking hate like Lord of the Rings and stuff like that. Oh, blasphemy! I hate it too. <laughs> blasphemy. <laughs> See, it's boring. I it's can't not. even get past the first 15 minutes. I'm not giving it a chance because I can assume it's pish. Well, I seen all, I went and saw all three of the pictures because my mom dragged me to see them and they are. I hate them. I've always hated them. The third one is really good. The third uh, one is probably the best. It won 11 Oscars. I won uh, like seven movies or something. It's like 15 hours long. There's no? like three Lord of the Rings and then there's three The Hobbits. That's too much. The Hobbits are too good. That's too much. Did they not sort the ring out in the first movie? No. No. It takes them three movies <laughs> to go 
enjoy water. Like, don't fuck off. There's no chance that there's three full movies in water somewhere. What? Did they go salt the thing in the first film? What they meant to do that? No, no. Chuck it with fire down. That's the only thing I like about Lord of the Rings. The, the volcano's called Mountain Doom. That's cool sounding. You don't like Sauron, the big eye? It just he does, he does, No, I don't like him. He doesn't need a fucking film. He's just stupid eye volcano. Hey, but he commands an, uh, an army for being an eyeball due to the myth that he's <laughs> that hard. An, uh, an army that gets leveled by elves. Eat a potato. Like little <laughs> pointy-eared losers with bows and arrows. <laughs> it's a guy that was number three. He's offended. You've upset him. Number two. <laughs> Look at his face. Number two. Similar to Blair, I lost a whole summer to this game. And the worst part about it is, it used to tell you your game time, so how much you were playing online. And I used to look at mine and go, Jesus, Martin, you've played thirty days of this. Essentially, you for the whole month of your life has been sitting playing Modern Warfare 2. <laughs> and you've only had one nuke. You're I used to bum off Modern Warfare 2. Uh, and then I went, I went through Modern Warfare 2 and I, I played Black Ops. Uh, yeah, uh, fucking God, ridiculous after that. Online. There was no campaign to it, so I'd spend it. I, I get back in at uh, World War 2. When that came out, just because I'm a fan of World War 2, and I find that quite interesting. And then the one just brought it new. I've not bought that, but I still play it all the time, because the best bit about it is the free bit, so you, don't, you just need to download that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've never really, I've only played one of the actual games. I don't remember, it was one of the Modern Warfare ones. But I used to really like the Zombies maps before they get overly complex. Oh, I like, It's brilliant. It's just you in this daft wee abandoned building. How long can you survive? I've seen, and I like the other one after that where you cut about in the bus. That was pretty cool. In a different game, it was like Black Ops 2 or something. Like that. Yeah. yeah. It was cool, but then i seen footage of the, the newer ones. It looks so goddamn convoluted. It's like, no, just give me like the wee box with the guns and the, the windies and let me see how it looks. Aye, that's how it looked to me. Like really, like hold mode or something. But you yeah. got fixing things and building shit now. Like, nah, just give me an empty room and a load of windies. <laughs> let me see how long I go. Uh, so number two was Modern Warfare Two, and number one was Red Dead Redemption. Aye, it's 
a game that I really liked was the Spider-Man game for the
We should have a whole separate like episode just about scary animals. That, that should absolutely. Oh happen. yeah, we should or watch that. Um, what's it on Netflix? It's like Australia's most dangerous animals. The most dangerous animals. The most dangerous animals. We should watch that. It is great. Before we go off on some tangent here about scary animals, separate, separate show. It's in my top five. Oh, we're doing a list. GTA San Andreas, Assassin's Creed 2, Skyrim, Modern Warfare 2, and Red Redemption 2. How did we go into scary animals from game? We started talking about Red Dead Redemption, and then we started talking about when you can go to the swamps. Aye, uh, that led us on to Sunday, which led us on to Coyote Peterson, which led us on to, uh, <laughs> which led us on to uh, we, we have done in the past, in college class, a solid two about scary animals. Do you mind when, I don't remember what the class was, it was in the year six, so like, unfortunately you wouldn't have been there for that, otherwise it would have been better. But we get sent to the library to research some fucking project. And we said just Google imaging scary jellyfish and sharks and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I hate sure. There's like, look, jellyfish. look at this, it's a box jellyfish. <laughs> <laughs> that was always the noise, wasn't it? There's <laughs> <laughs> a tiger shark. There's <laughs> <laughs> a picture of Jeremy Wade with a tiger shark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeremy Wade. Fucking years, uh, man. Uh, Remember my, what's your games? Um, right, right. So, a bit of background. I tried making this game list for me was really hard, right? Because again, child of the nineties, I remember all these like really awesome games, and I found that my sort of gaming style boils down to just mass murder simulator. Right? <laughs> so, <laughs> I've tried not to fill the list with just mass murder simulators and break it up a wee bit. So we've only got two. Three, technically. Three mass murder simulators on here. But honourable mention to the likes of Twisted Metal, Carmageddon, Duke Nukem, Turok and uh, Mortal Kombat. Because that's the shit I grew up on. So honourable mention to that. So number five, we've got Dead Island. It's a zombie game. Which is essentially just a mass murder simulator. That's all you do is kill zombies in it. You run about this tropical island and you, you have to get handheld melee weapons that you can upgrade and customise, like machetes and baseball bats and stuff. And you can upgrade them to get nails in them or razor wire or set them in fire. And you've got like, quests today or, or something. There's, there's a story there. But essentially, you just hack zombies to bits. You can cut their arms off and their legs in their heat. And you can kick their wee torso about the ground. So you spend an inordinate amount of time just getting twisted. But, so uh, the, people always criticise that because like, it's getting like, virtually no story or character development and it's just, just violence, really. Which yeah. it is. That's, yeah. that's why it's good. So if you've never played Dead Island, play a bit of Dead Island. And so, is that the game that was solely for the Xbox? Um, no, no, you get it in the PlayStation. Oh, they, they, they get a remaster for it for the uh, the PS4 and the, the whatever the Xbox is. I don't know. Really oh, so it was a zombie so, game that was solely for the Xbox. I can't remember that. You might have thought it was that. It might, maybe originally, but it might have been actually. Oh, I think it might be Dead Rising. Dead Rising, aye. Right. That, that was never very good. But Dead Island, if you've never played it, see if you're having a bad day, just go on Dead Island and get like a baseball bat instead of caving skulls. <laughs> in. <laughs> My full choice is a cop because I couldn't decide between the two. So it's Far Cry 3, which isn't a mass monster simulator, and the Friday the 13th game. <laughs> 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 I 
it's like between the two. Far Cry 3 on the one hand is this like immersive thing where you're stranded on a desert island being hunted by like a pirate warlord, which is insane. And you've got to save all your pals and things. Do you know how pink No, that's four. That's pair four. Uh, the bad guy, Pagan Min, the tyrant, but he's a dictator. He wears a pink suit. But the bad guy in Far Cry 3 is the dude with the mohawk. He's the pirate yeah. warlord. In Friday the 13th, is, um, you're either a camp counsellor and you've got to survive or you get to go to Jason and kill everybody. So there's that. And uh, to break it up a bit, this is where I try to break it up. So these, these next two on there are about just killing people, right? You get Pokemon Crystal as number three. Right? Right. I always liked the old Pokemon games. I had uh, Red, Blue and Yellow as a child. And then when they made Gold, Silver and Crystal, I, I just preferred them. I think Crystal's the best one. So yeah. I've still... Yeah. Still go to, I've got I think Crystal yeah. you can still play with Gen 1 Pokemon. Aye, the with Gold and Silver look is like um, all the Gen 1 Pokemon are in the games. Mm-hmm. You, can catch, you can catch them all, is the tagline would be. I just thought Crystal was the best for some reason. I don't know why. But I've still got the cartridge for the, the Wii Flip Game Boy, the Game Boy Advance XP. I've still mm-hmm. got one. Doesn't really I've got one down the stairs. Yes. Well, it means the silver one with the wee ta- tribal tattoo things on it. Uh, mine's the Mario one. Right, cool. The red okay. one. Either way, I collect those items one day. That would be. So, Pokemon Crystal, number three, very family friendly. Uh, number two is Age of Empires 2, the Age of Kings, which is a, like a PC game. And it's like a click and drag type thing. It's like a strategy game where you take control of a very like previously real ancient civilization. And try and like gather your resources, and you make an army, and you like you fight the other civilizations. It's amazing. Yeah. The reason I got into history because when I was a kid, a, a, a kid, uh, American, a child. When I was a child, I had uh, this game for the PC. And before like, you go into the main game, they've got a wee section called history, and it gives you the real histories of the civilizations that are in the game. So I would just sit and read them, and then like get obsessed with Genghis Khan and all that really, really shit. Yeah. Which is probably why I like mass mass murder simulator games. Maybe. I actually had that game for my PlayStation, but I could not get into it that much. I think that was That's why you couldn't get into it, because the, the port over for the PlayStation was terrible. I really should have oh. played that on a PC. Right. You can get it now, the, the rem- uh, gave it an HD remaster, and you can buy it on Steam for £4, oh. which I've still got, and I still play it very frequently. It's amazing. I was like, nah, 
no, this is these are the best two fucking games I've ever made. <laughs> and I went back and completed Eternal again just like a month ago. And I was like, no, no, Doom Eternal was the best game I've ever made. And then I started playing Doom 27. <laughs> no, no, this is the best fucking game I've ever made. <laughs> I really can't pick, but it's, a, it's just Doom, the franchise, which is the essence of a mass murder simulator. They tried to get it banned in the 90s because of the satanic imagery and the violence and all that sort of stuff. But it is the measuring stick for which I uh, compare all games to. Because it's so single-minded and like plotless. <laughs> it's yeah. just A to B. Kill everything and then move on. It's amazing. <laughs> it sounds terrible, doesn't it? It sounds like a corrupted... Something a corrupted youth would say. Corrupted youth. You sound like a Karen. I do sound a bit like a Karen. What's the name of a Karen? Colin? Or a Gavin? Or a Greg? Oh, a Gavin. Gavin? Uh, uh, Gavin. Uh, so anyway, Doom, the Hail Doom franchise is number one. So that's Dead Island, Friday the 13th, slash Far Cry 3, uh, Pokemon Crystal, Age of Empires 2, and the Doom franchise. A few cop-outs on there. So, uh, nice. <laughs> Uh, I'm starting my list with Super Smash Brothers from the GameCube. Right? Hi, hi. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. Mate. So I'm guessing you've both played that. Oh. Hi. This is my summer that I wasted (laughs) on a game. I just couldn't put it down. Just couldn't put it down. Um, Who's your main when you play? Smash. Who, who was my character? Bowser. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> He's also who I play in Mario Kart as well. Bowser. King of The real hero with the Mario franchise. He's the pro tag. He's, he's the good guy. Oh, you man. I was always more of a Wario man. Wario man. Wario. See, I used to play with Link. He had the sword. You could do that like three, one, if you went really fast. Uh, although I've never actually played any Zelda games. I played Ocarina at a time on the Nintendo 64 and didn't like it all that much. There was a bit at the step where you could go fishing. I just never been by that. I just kept fishing <laughs> instead of the big fish. So it might have been good, I don't know. <laughs> it might be. Uh, Number four on my list is SmackDown vs. Raw 06. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Round it. Quite, quite good. Quite good. That's all I can. Thank you. Thank you. Pinky's up for it. Pinky's up. <laughs> <laughs> right. GM mode. The GM mode. That's what it's about. That is what it's all about. It was just amazing. Yeah. It's like the best wrestling game ever made, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, no contest. It's 2006 the one where you, in the career mode, you could customise your back office and get, like, collectibles and shit up and pick them up on the wall and stuff. I think so. It's either that or 07. But it's one of them. Right. I think it's 06. I think, yeah, right. Blair, I, I think it's 06. 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 Banners and stuff, and right. put the titles on the on the wall. You would unlock various collectibles as the campaign went on, and you could d- display them and shit. Yeah, that was, yeah. yeah. Oh, classic. Number four. Uh, Number four. Uh, these are in no order. 
because they've had change as well. But there's a, I really like a game called Stardew Valley. What? Really, really good. It's like, it's the most common thing. Like, you've basically, you, <laughs> you've, your granddad's died or something and he's given you a farm. And you go and live on the farm and you go plant your, <laughs> plant your flowers and your vegetables and you go sell them in the town. It's just so relaxing. It's very zen. You wouldn't think it, but I know all about that because my partner, Caroline, loves it. So like, oh, she, sit, she sits and plays it. I did play it a lot before this new Animal Crossing came out. Yeah. She just even because the crows were stealing all our crops. <laughs> And if you want a bit of fantasy, like you can go down in the caves and there's this wizard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a really fun game. It's really zen. Uh, number two, I'd say probably the FIFA franchise because I'm just a massive football fan. So, and I, I've, I always have two career modes: one to like follow like the real life results. Like if Liverpool play Watford. I won't play Watford until the real life team have played Watford in that one, <laughs> and then I'll then I'll have a second one where it's just like I'll just play through the full thing. Like my second one on this FIFA, I've got like five league titles in a row and five Champions Leagues in a row. Jesus, I hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> I, I fingers crossed, it does. It may. Yeah. <laughs> um, and for the, my number one pick is the Batman Arkham games. Oh, they're actually supposed to be really good. Mate, they're I know fantastic. I know like, the, like the the combat in it is really good. It, it kind of gets a bad rap sometimes because it's like oh, it's rhythm based so you're just kind of pushing the same buttons all the time but just up the difficulty. <laughs> Strong uh, Especially Smackdown v Raw 2006, that's fucking delightful. <laughs> the Smackdown v Raw games were brilliant. They were, remember when the first one came out? Changed everything. Uh, I've got a PlayStation 2 somewhere and I'm, I've been contemplating getting 06. I did. Like what was the one before Smackdown vs Raw? Was it Smackdown Shut Your Mouth? Um, here comes the pain. Here comes the pain because that was the Lesnar's one and the one before it was Shut Your Mouth. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Just bring it before that. No. Smackdown and Smackdown too. The essence of every every young boy's childhood. Well, those games were better than the wrestling games now. The wrestling games now are like, ah, oh, they're like going yeah. after Dave Meltzer. Like, oh, can you get a five star match? Nah. Those games were like, I've got a chair and I'm going to batter you with it until you can't move. Aye, and just put blood everywhere and all that. Yeah. Like, excellent. And you used to be able to actually put folk through the steel cage, but seeing that hell in a cell, you used to be able to get out and put them through it. I'm going to take credit for something WWE's done in real life, because when I was a child playing the old SmackDown games and like the SmackDown Vera, I would go into the custom titles and create the Universal Championship. Now, this is in like 2003, right? Long before WWE got the actual Universal Championship. <laughs> And then I would just award it to myself. Because <laughs> I'm always the heel, right? So, like, when my pals would come out to play it, they would be like, I bet you can't beat me for this universal title. And I would award it to myself. And then just get counted out or something, something really bastardly so they could beat me. Because I wasn't that good at it. Murder, mate, darling. Oh, that's a 
Dan, shout out to Dan, he'd get so fucking raging playing that with me because he knew what I was going to do. Just run up in the ring for 10 seconds. Aye, and then get count, or hit him with a chair and get disqualified or something. <laughs> I was the undefeated Universal Champion for like 2003 until now, technically. Never watched that. Did title reign of all time. Ah, oh, better than Brock Lesnar or CM Punk. Hulk Hogan could only dream of being the sort of champion that Alan. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to do the movies today or do you just want to leave into next week? I was going to say, because uh, like 20 minutes ago, I sly ordered a takeout on my phone. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's fine, because like, when it gets to the movies, we usually they go off. It's going to be a rant. Aye, it could be a hell episode. Aye. Aye. This could be a hell episode, actually. Aye. That's we'll until next week, then. Aye, I'm a boss boss sitting here. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a 12 inch and some Pakora coming. <laughs> <laughs> Don't edit that, put that to my room. We get, a, we get 12 inches of cheese and a box of chicken Pakora coming. 12 inches of cheese. That's how you roll in Snake Mountain. That's <laughs> <laughs> all for me as well. Like, I'm not sharing that with that That's for me. That's all for me. That's all for Blue. <laughs> you just get Carol Ann the same. She's not getting none. <laughs> <laughs> she, cooked, she cooked a dinner while we were for, like recording this. I was like, I'm, I'm going to get a takeout from my dinner. She's like, I'm going to cook macaroni or something. I don't know what she had. I wasn't listening. Uh, anyway, thanks everyone for watching. <laughs> <laughs> See, you next time. See you next time, people. Bye.